Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. I want to talk about this particular story. Last night on the show, we talked about how soon is too soon to move on after death of a loved one based on a Facebook message that we received from a lady whose father had got into a relationship with a woman after only one year of her mother's passing, or their mother's passing. Now, during the show, we received a message from a female listener who told us about their own situation. She said her own father has been in a relationship with a woman for the last three years and his actual wife is still alive, living in a care home. Uh, sadly, the woman has dementia from what I, I believe. Oh, yes. The texter also mentioned the mother is in the late stages of dementia and therefore the father turned from husband into carer for the last few years before the family had no choice but to put her into a care home. The woman goes on to say how it has caused turmoil in their family and the rest of her siblings have fallen out with her father over it and that they believe that their mother would be horrified if she was of sound mind and knew that the father was in a new relationship. This is a really difficult situation. A really difficult situation. So the family have all fallen out with each other and fallen out with the father. His wife got dementia many, many years ago. And he was a carer for her, looked after her for those years while she was at home with him. Eventually got to a point where her dementia was so bad that she had to be put into a care home. That happens and can happen because she would be... It wouldn't be good for her to stay at home and it wouldn't be safe for anybody else, including herself. She would be a danger to herself to stay at home. And that happens, unfortunately, when people get dementia. So she goes into a care home. She doesn't even probably know who the husband is anymore. He goes in to visit her, goes in to see her, brings her in wherever she needs. And obviously has to pay for it as well or in whatever way it's being paid for. Um, but she doesn't know him anymore. And he started a new relationship. He's in the latter years of his life. And he started a new romantic relationship with somebody else or a companionship with somebody else uh, of the opposite sex. And there's a huge problem. But do you think it's okay to date somebody while your spouse is still alive? Even though they may be at the advanced stages of Alzheimer's disease. Do you think it's okay to start a new relationship? But some people like this woman's siblings think it's completely wrong and believe that if the spouse knew what was going on, which she doesn't, probably, they would be heartbroken. Others will say a disease like this is so horrific because they may not recognise their own husband or wife, you know, and that it's necessary for them to move on you know, maybe that father needs support himself and needs the company of somebody else to help him get through this difficult time in his life. There's many ways of looking at it. I want to get your thoughts on this today. Is it wrong? No, oh, no doubt it's a very difficult situation. Is it acceptable to date somebody while your spouse is actually suffering from dementia and still alive? Or is that adultery, plain and simple? Well, I suppose definition by law, it is adultery. So here's the question. Is it adultery and cheating to date somebody while your partner is still alive and in a care home, even though she's no idea who you are anymore. Is that still adultery and cheating? Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-008. I want to just get your opinion on it. Maybe you've been in that situation. Maybe you've had a father or mother in that situation. Let me know. The number is 087-188-008. Remember, by the way, somebody with dementia, with the, with the latter stages of Alzheimer's, can live a long, a long life. Now, they may not know who you are. They may end up, end up in a care home, but they could live for a long time. All right, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number's 87 Sarah, you're in Ireland's class of kids. How you doing, Sarah? Hiya, Niall. Good. How now, are you? You've worked with people with dementia. Yeah, Niall, when I heard you reading out that, I just, you know what? That man is a disgrace of a human being. I'm sorry. Right. You know, you don't do anything like that on a person. 
is, is it, so that's still cheating. Well, legally it is, by the way, still adultery. You're still married. Well, he's not married. I wouldn't class him as being married to her. I don't even know why he's hanging around with her. You know, and that's, that, that, that's some call for, like, you know, that should be illegal, non-stop. Well, well, adultery, adultery is considered immoral. It's not illegal in Ireland to be an adulteress. Well, it should be in a case like that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's abuse. I don't care what you say. Abuse of, who, it's abuse. Abu- abuse of who? Yeah, abuse. The fellow is married. Like, he's doing something that he shouldn't be doing for a starters. I know, the, the I know, I know this... I know this was a storyline recently, actually, last year in Coronation Street. Um, and similar situation. I can't remember who the characters were. But it was a similar situation where his, his wife was in a care home. She'd no idea who he was. And he was now, let me say this having thing. a relationship with somebody I else. I worked in the nursing home. I worked in the nursing home for years. And I looked after people with dementia and Alzheimer's. And when people turn around and say they don't remember you, there's something there with them. Mm-hmm. They show some emotion. And I've been around all different types of people with different types of dementia and Alzheimer's. So it's bullshit, like, you know what I mean? So his argument that, you know, okay, he still goes to visit his wife, he looked after her and cared for her right up to the point where she was put in the care home, he would have looked after her for years in the house, and and his argument is, is that his life has to go on. You believe that's a selfish attitude? I think it's very selfish. Mm-hmm. You know, either that you should have done it the right way at the early stages. You should have either getting out. Yeah. You know, I know you don't know what what's in front of you, but you don't do something like that. That's not human. See, his argument is, but well, sure, she doesn't know. What she doesn't know is not going to hurt her. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's it. That's the bottom line. Yeah. But um, somebody should put a bit of arsenic in the drink for him or something. Well, I must I'm, doing I'm, I'm, I'm certainly not advocating that kind of thing. I know you're not advocating it, but <laughs> no. Niall, seriously, uh, that's, you know, it's not right. And would you, like, uh, this has caused obviously turmoil in the family between her and her siblings, the daughter, who who sent us the text last night. And, you know, but you can understand why the siblings are so upset, obviously. You're right, I can. I don't feel that he has even the right to even go and visit her. Like, that is betrayed. He's going in on false pretense for a stairs. You know what I mean? That is abuse. That is a form of abuse. And that's exactly what he's doing. But I suppose his, his argument, I'm, only, I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm only giving you his side of the argument. His side of the argument will be, well, I'm not doing any harm <laughs> to her. I'm looking after her. I'm still paying for her to be in there. He's I, not she, looking but, but, after her. No, no, let me doing? finish. She doesn't know who I am anymore. And so why is he going in to visit her then? It was 100% sure he maybe, of that. Well, maybe he still does care about her. No, but I'd say it's guilt. It's nothing to do with caring. If he really cared about her, there's no way he He'd did. He'd be with and, somebody else. Yeah, exactly. And whoever the girl is, whoever he's with, the, ought to be ashamed of herself. She's the one that needs a good slap of a wet fish. Because he, well, the two of them actually do. Yeah, she clearly knows he's still married and has a wife in a care home. Yeah, no, that's not right. Mm. Leave the two of them to themselves and let them go far, far away and keep away from the family. So if that was your father, you would you would ban him from seeing your mother? I'd disown him. Right, okay. That's it. Like, he's going under... Well, who is he actually pretending to be going into the north now? For starters. Well, he's going in as her husband. Yeah, but how can he go in as her husband? You know what I mean? Well, he still legally is her husband. No, well, that, no way. 
if I was the daughter, I'd get on to that and I'd block him from going in visiting him. Say there for a second. Rita, you're in Ireland's classic. It's Hayden and Rita. How are you doing? You've heard what Sarah's saying. She said basically, I wouldn't even let him go in and see her at this stage. It's a form of abuse nearly, that he's cheating on her, even though she doesn't know that. Yeah, now I, I, well, my father's in a nursing home now at the moment. Now, my mother, now she's no longer with us. But um, I don't. Can, can you do me a favour, Rita? Can you just move away from the radio because we can hear it in the background? I'm going to turn it off. Yeah, no, no. Okay. Yeah. It's just a bit of a delay. No. Thanks. Yeah, Go ahead. No, my father is in a nursing home, and my mother, like I said, is no longer with us. And I don't think I'd like it either now. If my mother or my father was to do anything like that, and Go up and see them. No, I don't think it's right. No, I don't think it's right at all. Mm. It's heartbreaking. It's bad enough you're going up and looking at them. You know what I mean? And then, no. Yeah. No, it's, it's not right. It's not right. So do you believe there's no justification for the father to be looking for another relationship? Maybe he's lonely, um, you know, because obviously he's only going in to see her maybe once a week or twice a week or whatever it is he goes in to see her. And she doesn't know who he is anymore. I don't know how old is the man. I never got the age. Well, we didn't. They didn't tell us the age. They didn't, in the, oh, the message. Right. We didn't get the age. So I'm, I'm assuming oh, right. they're, they're in their elder years. Obviously, right. I'm mean, right. just an assumption I'm making. They're at least sixty okay. anyway, aren't they? Probably. Yeah. Well, you can still go and get support and help whatever needs you need. To, mm. You know, there's plenty of, especially in nursing homes, you have plenty of support there for families. And no, I'm not. No, I'm not saying they don't. Like I'm not no, saying they yeah, don't. I know that, but even him, like. You know, he's no, going off maybe another escape into another woman, Niall. You know I can mean? even imagine his poor family and they were all these, these sons and daughters. I can imagine how they're feeling. Mm-hmm. Well, they, oh they, they, they're all, they, they, it's caused turmoil in the family because some agree yeah. with it and some disagree with it, clearly. Yeah. And, you know, and this, you know, some, there's, like some of the siblings have said the mother would be horrified if she knew, but she, she clearly doesn't know because she's not of sound mind, sadly, at the moment. Yeah, well, you have family mm-hmm. members there that disagree with that and they can go advocate for them they can go and say listen this is what's happening with my father I don't want them coming in to the nursing home under false pretense pretending to be the husband like I don't think they can stop him going in it's, it's his wife oh well no, I don't know about yeah well Rita would you stop him going in Um, if it was my father yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I think so. I think I would. Cause it well, in your way, in your situation, it's the other way around. Sadly, your mum has passed away. But, but yeah. in your situation, it's the other way around. Let's say your mum was still with us. And, yeah. and and she went off. And, and your father's got dementia, you're saying? I don't think I'd let my mother in the same. I, I, that's, no, I don't think I, I could. I wouldn't be able to. Because it would be heartbreaking now. Mm. I would be now, honestly. It'd kill, it'd kill me. Well, it's breaking your heart, but it wouldn't be breaking your mother's or your fa- well, your father's heart if he was in the day with the mother. Because he would know. I, no, if you understand what I'm trying to say. <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm only, sorry, girls, I com- listen, girls, I completely agree with both of you, but I'm just trying to yeah, take the alternate people, argument. No, Niall, people with Alzheimer's and dementia, as I said in the text, they are not stupid. You may come across that you don't know you. Like, for years when I walked in nursing home, days and nights, I'm a night with people with dementia. And it's a different type of behaviour. It can be very challenging. But when you're there alone with them, looking at them and they're staring into their eyes, they know, like, if they had a visit that day or not. The people that are walking in the background behind that, and when their visitors go, and when their loved ones go, we pick up on certain behaviours that we see. And we know that's from the visit. Somebody's just texted in and says, now, can you tell those two ladies uh, that people have physical needs as well? Of course oh, you do. Dear. 
Well, yeah, I, know, I think they're I think they're referring to the man's physical, maybe sexual needs or something. I don't know. Well, whatever. There's plenty of other ways he can deal with that. Like, yeah. But he doesn't have to go out and get another woman, bring her back to the family, and say this is it. Oh, well, I doubt. You know? I doubt he's parading her around in front of the family now. I well, doubt he he's must be if it's upsetting the family. Like, well, yeah. Well, he's meeting her obviously, and that's yeah. a relationship with her. You know. Say they're both of you because Phil, you, you disagree. Phil, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits. How you doing, Phil? Grand, Phil, you you disagree, and you think you know. Well, that's not such a big deal, really. I can't hear. I can't hear you, Phil. Whatever's wrong with your phone line, there. Fix your phone. I'm on, I'm on the phone. I'm travelling back from Carbury Castle now. <laughs> right, okay. Well, don't pick up the phone. So, but go on. But let's disagree here. You. You try and hear me. Yeah, um, go ahead. Uh, I don't believe, you know, dementia is a lot of different formulas and a lot of different, um, let's say, heights, lows, this, that, um, violent, non-violent, challenging behaviours, non-challenging, all of that goes into all of dementia. Depends on what part of the brain that the dementia has taken over. But I don't think if a man has, as a man, if a man's wife or a woman's husband has lost their train of thought or whatever and only can remember you every now and again, that's what she's going through or he's going through in his life and his soul past. And if they are marrying this and that, it doesn't say that the man, the husband, I'm not saying that he's disloyal to her in any way, or she would be disloyal to the husband, vice versa. I think that they should be left to live their life again. And if they do meet somebody, okay, and just keep the respect with the partner that's in the nursing home and keep visiting their partner in the nursing home and keep looking after their better needs and their well-being. And that's it. Just wait until his wife passes away and then go and then go and do it on her. Not when she's still he alive. He too old. He could be too old to wait till she passes. Well, because old, dementia... Dementia... Up, dementia. You can have dementia for five years. You can have dementia for 20 years. You can have dementia for 15 years. Okay, I'm losing your line, Phil. I'm going to try and get you back in a few minutes. But in the meantime, I just want to... I tell you what, stay there, please, with me, ladies, if you can. I'm just going to go to Suzanne as well. Suzanne, you're an Ireland's Classic Kids. Go ahead, Suzanne. Hi, Niall. Well, first of all, it's a pleasure to be on air with you. <laughs> Thanks very much indeed. And it's a pleasure to have you on the air with us as well. Thank you. Uh, well, I was just um, going to say that I think it's amazing for looking for happiness after such a tough time. Mm-hmm. And I think he did his best while he could and... You know, like, I feel like his children would prefer if they lost both of their parents. Right. In a way, you know. Okay, so if this was you in this situation, you'd be happy for your father that he's met somebody else? Well, indeed. um, I am in a very similar situation. My father has dementia and he's basically gone for years. He doesn't remember anything. He doesn't know where he is. He's no short-term memory. And my mother had found someone a couple of years ago. And she still looks after my father. Okay, and so your so your mother's in this situation. Okay, my mother is in this situation, and I'm so happy for my mother that she is happy. Okay, for, and and what age group is your mother in? What age is she? They they between fifty and sixty, the two of them. Oh, okay, all right, okay. So they're not that old. Okay, so they're quite young they because dementia can affect people at different ages, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, so you were happy for your dad that, or for your mum that she has found love again. Absolutely. Okay, and you don't consider it cheating? Absolutely not. I'm just, I'm just so happy for my mother, you know. And like, if 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 she didn't do what she's doing now, she'd be sitting at home with my father, just being constant, constantly upset. You know why? Well, I think she'd be sitting at home taking care of her father. And that's what she still does. She still does. And you know, like, think about it in a way: if you had dementia, or if you were that sick as the lady is and being cared for 
Like, would you want your loved ones to suffer because of your health issues? Because I wouldn't. I wouldn't want my husband, I wouldn't want my children to suffer just before because I got sick. Well, that's sort of people's concept of suffering. You know, I think it's a moral duty in any way for a husband or a child or a daughter to take care of a parent. I think it's, yes, but she is being taken care of. Yeah, with another man. Your father is there and he has dementia and your mother is okay. She's doing her best taking care of your father. But yeah, she's with another man. Yes, thank God. You know, it has, is there no compassion there for the father, like, going know, through what he's going at through? This, at this age, right, it's very difficult for anyone to find any sort of happiness. She has not someone to travel with, someone to take care of her, you know, because she needs support just as much. She's just a person like anyone else. The I, totally un- I totally understand that. But, like, when you're married to somebody, well, this is just for me in any way. Like, you accept what's going to happen in the, fu- the future. Like, if and that ever happens to my husband, I, I know I'd love to do many things right now. But if he took sick, I would have to drop those plans. I may not like them. I'd have to get support in dealing with them. Basically, But it doesn't mean I have to go off and get another... So we went out somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. Basically, you're saying that you would just give up on your own life. Oh, Jeannie, no. No, I would, yes, ne- would never give up on my own life. Yes, but there's plenty would. of help and support out there for people to get. You don't I have to, like, that's another form of being selfish and escaping to another reality and not facing up your responsibilities. And that's it's only me selfish. personally. It's looking after yourself. Well, it's your concept of being selfish. I'm just saying um, for me personally. It's not no, do, you, do, you, do you think Suzanne's mother is selfish for wanting to have happiness in another relationship while her husband... Uh, albeit with dementia, is still alive. Do you think that's well, Do you think that's selfish of her to want under happiness? Conditions, yeah, because of the condition of but, the. But her husband. But her husband. And we are talking about long, long years here. Her husband could live a long life with dementia. I mean, he could. You know, he could live for well, many why years. Why can't the mother not be happy with the whole, like people with dementia can still go out and do things. Well, let's not get into the relationship between my parents because that's not the topic here. No. But this person's wife... But the topic is, you're married to a person. That is still the same thing. I'm not going to go deep into the conversation because I'm on my break and I'm going to head back now. But what I'm saying is, it is a relationship. Your mother and father have that bond of being married and and they have a duty to take care of each other. In sickness and in health and all that kind of stuff. Exactly, yeah. And she that is... She didn't bail on that. But see, I don't know where you are. Well, I, I do get the point that Suzanne is making. She hasn't bailed on that. She's still looking after her husband in sickness and in health. The only difference is, is that she has another relationship of somebody who's supporting her as well. And I know, Sarah, you have to go back to work and I understand that. So we want to go to Katrina as well. Thank you, Sarah. Katrina, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Katrina? Hi, guys. Uh, I am wonderful and I'm driving so I can hear you. I hear me well. Okay, but you can see it from both sides. I definitely can, to be honest, because I can see where, okay, um, the the mother is in the nursing home, she's got dementia, and now the children are upset. And I can completely understand that. While the children would be right, we imagine our parents probably be together and looking after each other till the end of the days, right? Yeah. But I can also see the father's point of view while 
he obviously, as, as you said, he'd been looking after his wife for a good while. It doesn't say how long, whatever it was, while she was still home. So this wasn't easy for him, for sure not, right? Of course. And now, I mean, what is he supposed to do? I know one of the ladies said there on the on the radio, on the, on the chat there a few minutes ago, that it would be okay if he waited till she was gone. I mean, it just sounds to me what a terrible thing to say, you know? It's like, mm. I mean... You prefer to wait for how long? I mean, he could be gone before. He could. He can yes, yes. You know, that could, like, that could happen, you know. Like, oh, yeah, he could be in an accident tomorrow or he could get some serious illness yes. or whatever, what, yes. Whatever, whatever can happen. So what is he supposed to do with his life? I mean, hang around and wait till the love of his life possibly is gone. And... He doesn't have anything left, I think. I don't know. See, I, I, I suppose that... there's a lot of... I, I, I'm going to point out something, and I certainly don't want it to, this to come across as racism, right? Mm. But both yourself and Suzanne are not Irish, I detect from your accents, okay? Yeah. Now, okay. So, but, okay, so in, in Ireland, because it's a Catholic country and a very Catholic country, that marriage is taken very seriously. And one of those vows of marriage, and I'm sure, by the way, where you come from as well, marriage is taken very seriously, right? But one of those vows of marriage is in sickness and in health till death do us part. And people take that very seriously in this country. Yes, look, I am from Slovakia myself. I would believe that that's pretty much Catholic country as well anyways. But I just believe that we all have um, kind of rights to a happiness and happy life. But are we culturally different then? Are Irish people culturally different that they believe there's a lot more importance to this, that you must suffer um, because somebody (laughs) else is suffering too? Do you know what I mean? I I don't know the suffering part. It's just like, is this like during your life you have to suffer? Is this how you look at the life, is it? Yeah, maybe. Um, Okay. Uh, Anyways, I just think that life's too short and we have to make the most of it because you don't know your days are short. So, I mean... For the father, it must have been super difficult decision to make and to move on must have been wow. So I just say that children should probably accept and respect his decision. And maybe, okay, I'm not saying that they will ever support the decision, right? But just let him get on with his life and be happy. Is it disrespectful? But is it disrespectful to the... She's still alive. Like, I mean, Su- Suzanne, where, where are you from originally, Suzanne? I'm Hungarian. Okay, so I mean, but, is this a, is this a culturally Irish thing? When when I hear kind of Irish people, when I say Irish people, people who were obviously born here no, and, and raised in this country, feel differently about this topic. No, I'm very sure that uh, Hungarians just feel the same way I do. <laughs> okay, we are we are Catholics, but I just believe that it takes a lot of courage to go after what you love in life and to to get out from a, a place where you feel sad and you know once like that man has lost so much and he came back from where he was you know yeah i do see both sides of it by the way you know like katrina i do see both sides but i can see both sides but but i also see the side that very traditionally in ireland if you go back a long long time i suppose you know marriage is taken very seriously and by the way you know i was married for 25 years i'm divorced now but i took marriage very seriously I mean, and, you know, and I believe the family is very important. And I understand why the siblings are a little bit upset about this. I understand why it's caused so much turmoil in the family because they see their mother as their mother and their father as the father. And and they don't want that bond to be broken, but they see it being broken now. No, another thing. Sorry, go on, Susan. Yeah, no, it's just nothing's going to 
bring their mother back. No. You know? Sadly. And and just seeing their father, um, you know, be suffering because because their mother is gone is just not fair to him. And I think fair play to him. And if anybody is out there trying to do the best for themselves, they are not selfish. They're taking care of themselves and they're doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Now, I was just thinking that maybe as well, it might be a ge- generational or, you yes, know, based on possibly. the age. Because I think I am probably maybe a bit younger than the other two ladies that were there on the yeah. uh, on the call previously. So how, old, how old? Can I ask your age, Katrina? Oh, yeah, 100%. I am nearly 34 next month. So okay, Suzanne, how old are you? Same, same yeah, 35. Same okay. okay. Yeah, so I'm just thinking, like, maybe we are just a little bit more liberal. If that's okay. the point of view, and probably a bit more, okay, life's too short, let's enjoy, other than uh, maybe the... Yeah, the we only get one shot people. at it. There's no dress rehearsal, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so maybe the, the other ladies look at it as, like, you know, the typical traditional Catholic values, as you were saying, you know, that this is just not what you do type of thing, you know? So maybe that's the different point there as well. Yeah, okay, okay. And I'm not suggesting you don't have Catholic values, or you don't have, you know, values or moral say, values. <laughs> <laughs> I think you both do have moral values, but just look at it slightly differently, I suppose. Like, that's the point, isn't it? All right, well, look, we have to go to break. Uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number is 87 188 That's 87 188 I just want to play um, just a bit of audio here if I can find it. Um, let me see. Um, oh, yeah, that's the one. Okay, is it the inheritance ones you want me to play? Okay, um, that's it. Yeah, thank you. Sorry. They are only jealous because of their inheritance. Um, I work with elderly people and dementia and Alzheimer's. You know, the person really is just gone from their body. It's uh, gone from their mind. It's just the body left. If the man needs comfort in the last years of his life and he's found it good for him, his family are only jealous in case they lose the inheritance. Shame on them. Shame on them. Hi, Niall. Not coming on. Uh, My reception here is rubbish. Uh, even trying to record a message is rubbish as well. My mum and dad divorced after 28 years of marriage, 32 years together. About five years later, she got with this other fella. Uh, he was more of a father to me than my own father was. They were together the best bones, I think it was 25, maybe 28 years themselves. My mother got Alzheimer's for 12 years, so we had plenty of time to grieve her loss, per se. But her carer ended up with my stepfather moving in for the last year of my mum's life. Now, my mum knew nothing about it, of course. Now, at the time, there's four brothers and one sister, including me, of course. And uh, two of the brothers wanted to beat the crap out of him. And uh, me being the youngest, I went, he's been great to mum. He's wiped her backside. He's done everything for her. Took the embarrassment, the beatings off her while she was going through her stages. I said, I'm sorry. Yes, it's too soon. He should never have moved her in. But, you know, he's not a spring chicken no more. He, he, in that time, he was just coming up to his 70s. I said, leave him alone. Let him have the rest of his life. Unfortunately, 10 years they were together. They did get married, but she died of cancer herself, his new partner. But um, he's still happy out. He's 80-odd now, and uh, we're still in touch. And uh, a lovely guy. It is difficult for the family to see it. But at the end of the day, it's just one of those things. Life goes on. Yep. Okay, let me go to Liz. Liz, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How you doing, Liz? Hi, now. 
Uh, that's an interesting story, isn't it? He ended up with the carer uh, who was yeah. looking after his wife. But look, he wished his stepfather the best because he understood the situation, although the other siblings weren't too pleased about it. I mean, what do you, what does one do in that situation? I don't know. I think you have to look at it from the perspective. Of, like, I don't know how long our dad was looking after our mama home. And if they were on, if they were on their own in the house, like, that means he's alone in his home. And is that what they want for him? To live out his years alone? Sad, missing his wife who's in a nursing home because he can't look after her anymore. Because that's a hard thing to take too. Is the that, way, yeah, is but the way they're the way they're looking at the family are obviously divided, and the way some of the siblings are looking at it is he's cheating on his mother. She's he's still married to her. And I I can see that point of view, but that's like we just recently put my mum into a nursing home just a month ago because like cause she was getting she has a, a type of Parkinson's, but. Like myself and my dad looked after as best we could at home till we couldn't anymore. But if I if I had if I thought that for one minute that he was running out getting rid of her into a nursing home just to meet somebody else, it'd be a different story. But it was killing him not being able to look after her how he knew she needed to be looked after. Yeah, yeah. So like it, it broke his heart to have to even put her into a nursing home because he'd rather care for her himself. And, if I I know, and, I, and I'm sorry to hear down. that. And, and, and there does come a point where you just have to accept you cannot look after somebody anymore. Yeah. yeah. And I think if it was a couple of years down the road now and that he met somebody else, even if my mum was still alive, like I think I'd be, not so much like that I'm hoping for it, but like it, 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 I think it'd be nice to see that spark of happiness in him again. Do you know what I mean? And mm. it, so I, you'd, I think be, you'd be happy looking for, at it for in a way, yeah, because it can't be easy, you know. I'm sure they were together a long time, like you know. Mm. And as I said, especially if they were in the home, just them, because I'm sure they have grown, like all their children are grown and probably gone, even though they might have been helping to care for. Them. And how, it by the way, just, how is your mother of mind? Is she sound of mind? She she is, but there's a lot of confusion there because my mum's problem was her balance went. Okay. And so she kept, she she was having an awful lot of falls and constantly hitting her head. Right. So, and that's that's why we could we couldn't care for her anymore because the falls were getting more frequent. Okay. That okay. we just couldn't. We but just when she when she there. when he goes in to see her, she recognizes him. Oh yeah, yeah. in that sense, yeah. It's, you, so, no the, I, so that's a bit. That's kind of a bit different, you know, in yeah. a sense that there's an argument there. Well, the argument they're making in this particular message was because she's dementia, she doesn't even know who he is, so she doesn't even know anything about it. But it, but it would be deceit if he was having a relationship with someone else while your mother yeah, still sounded in my mind. situation. Yeah. But yeah. with the dementia situation, it's like that's it's such a gradual thing that he's been losing her over time. Yep, true. And that true. must that must be awful to feel like you're losing your partner, even though they're still with you. Well, look, I, I have to wrap it up, unfortunately. I've run out of time, Liz, and I understand the point you're making, and you can see both sides. But I suppose is the point you're making as well. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.